Steve and Justin use YCharts for their winning investment research. So start your free trial now. And if you purchase, mention InvestTalk and get a generous discount at YCharts.com. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. Uh, it is Tuesday, uh, April 30th, 2019, last day of the month. We're moving into May. Remember that old saying, the old Wall Street saying, go away in May. We'll see if it's true this year. Problem with that saying is I got some stats, and maybe in more recent years, last five, ten years, it's not as reliable as it was before. So we'll talk about that more today. So the, the I, this is Invest Talk, everybody, and the idea is for you to call and ask financial questions. I'm going to help answer them, and then hopefully it will make us all better, and better investors, make us better returns, have us earn more money on our invested dollars, and of course the goal is for financial freedom. We all want to be able to say, okay, I can stop working if I want to. And just live off my savings. And you know, that's very doable. It's not It's not some unreasonable target. It's reachable. So that's what we are. We want to, to think independently and get to that goal of financial freedom. Today, I'm going to do my best to get you there, of course, as I do every day. And to do that, I do need your calls. So give me a call, 888-99-CHART. Uh, and we'll be happy to answer anything financial. Anything financial. Listener line is open live. We're live four to five, Monday through Friday, Pacific time. 888 99 chart. And today's Invest Talk headlines. Main, uh, uh, the, there was a lot of interesting headlines out today. We had some good numbers from Apple after hours. Did you see that? They had better than expected. But we had worse numbers before the market opened from Google. Did you see that? Now, Google is still growing. I mean, growing very nicely, but growing less than was the expectation. That is, uh, that's not, I don't think that's that big of a deal, but the market will react to it. Investors will react to it. They still have, they still have things they can do. I mean, to boost their growth. Uh, consumer confidence number was out at 129. It was 124 last month. So that, that's good. Consumers are confident because they're working. There's plenty of jobs. So they're spending money. And I'm going to talk about because the income and spending, personal income and spending report was out. So I'll talk about that more later on today. But it's made consumers more confident. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, um, a stat that's called the quit rate. That is, that is when people, employees quit their job. And when the quit rate rises, that means there's a lot of jobs out there because they people quit and go get another new job but a higher rate, higher salary. That's the idea. And that quit rate is quite high. So that's really good news for the economy. The economy looks to me like it's just running along pretty smooth, almost like a Goldilocks, just right. Not too fast, not too slow, not getting inflation, the Fed's staying out of the picture. You know, it, it seems like that it's at a good pace. So, well, I told you about Google. They, you know, 
uh, revenue grew only 15% instead of the 20%. Google has like 78% of the online marketplace uh, search uh, abilities out there. And they're getting competition from other big companies, Facebook, Amazon. But for the advertiser dollars, Google is dominant. Very dominant. So, I just think it's interesting that Google... Remember I said Google has other things it could do? It has Google Maps and YouTube, the YouTube platform, which they really haven't monetized yet. I don't know if they don't know how yet or they're still working on it, but if they can ever figure out how to do that, that'll make them a lot more money and spark their growth. Apple stock is up 30% this year, in case you didn't know. 30%. It's even with their iPhone sales falling not you know not growing it's falling well remember they settled that that lawsuit with qualcomm and i think the anticipation is that the service the services that apple can provide is going to be the next growth engine we'll see if that's true i think it will be we own apple so you know i do like apple those are some of the headlines today and ge also had a great great day i don't know if you saw that they beat their expectations on the numbers. And remember, GE has been beaten up really bad the last couple of years. I mean, just terrible. And, uh, you know, I've had questions asked me, is it cheap enough yet to buy? I'm not keen on GE for the long term. But it is pretty inexpensive. But I'm still not keen on, on the prospects long term. So those are all the news items out there. And remember, you know, you can uh, obviously see these same news items i don't know if you have time or not but you know if you're looking for news i'm one of my favorite places is marketwatch.com and i also like yahoo finance as far as news items and they have economic statistics the the, the websites are pretty in depth it's just knowing where to look and that means you just have to look <laughs> you know <laughs> that's all that means so that's the news out today. So what's on your mind? What do you guys want to talk about? 888-99-CHART is my number. 888-992-4278. You can, give me a call. you can give me a call. Let's go ahead and take our first call, the first voicemail call. Hi there. I'm a listener of the Best Talk Show. My name is Noah in Orlando. And I had a question about a company called China Internet Nationwide. Ticker symbol is CIFS. Uh, I wanted to see what you thought about this the stock. I've been seeing it trending more on some of the platforms I've been following, and just wanted to know what you think. I look forward to hearing from you on the show about it. Thanks. Okay, CIF is in Frank, S is in Sam, is China Internet. Uh, I guess it's, I have NATW Nationwide Financial. I'm not sure what that stands for. Uh, it's a China-based provider of financial advisory services to meet the financial and capital needs of, uh, you know, it's out of China. So they're growing very, very fast. Sales is growing very, very fast. 43% in the last couple of quarters, 150% a quarter before that. Less so in the few quarters before that, 26 and 15%. So it's, it's growing very fast. Uh, do they make money? Yes, they're gonna make. Uh, they made a dollar seven in 2018. We do not 2017. I don't have 2018's estimate or their numbers yet, so I'm not sure what their new earnings numbers are going to be. It's a really tiny company, so therefore it's really high risk. I mean, we're talking about a company that's only 57 million 
in size. There's only like uh, five, seven, five, six million in sales a quarter. So that's not very, you know, not very big. It's very, very small. But it's only a $2.62 stock. So it's, it's if, if the earnings come in like they did last year, dollar, then you're looking at a 3 PE. So it's very, very inexpensive. So this is one of those stocks that you could roll the dice on, but not with a lot of money. But you can roll the dice on this stock. Okay? So that that's... But when they're this small, it's very high risk, everybody. Just so you know, when it's under 100 million size, I mean, that's really tiny. On today's Invest Talk, my main talking point is prompted by the headline, Companies Need to Prepare for the Next Economic Downturn. Though historical lessons can be can help business leaders prepare for a slowdown, there are several unique features of today's business landscape which all which also need to be taken into consideration. I mean, we we've had a special landscape because of the unprecedented low interest rates for years, and it has thrown off a lot of normal statistics out there. So that's going to be the main talking point. I have others want to talk about and we'll get to that in a minute the number is 888-99-CHART a new trading month begins tomorrow justin klein will be here because steve peasley will be in san jose meeting with invest talk listeners who have registered for his no cost portfolio reviews now you may not be able to meet with steve tomorrow but you can get his unbiased investing guidance right now because Steve Peasley is here taking your Invest Talk calls live. Step up with your questions. Call 888 99Chart. 888-992-4278. As I said, my main talking point today would be about companies who need to prepare for the next economic downturn. But I also want to talk about the Case-Shiller uh, uh, numbers, which is the the uh, cost of housing, um, not the cost, but the value of housing is going up or down. And pending home sales, I want to talk about those two things. Um, talk about debt. We don't talk about debt nearly enough. Company debt. Remember, they built up a ton of company debt. Okay. And what are they doing now? Last year, well, I'll talk about that. And income and spending reports came out. This is going to be, a, this has been and is going to be a very heavy week of economic statistics. So I'm going to go over them. And then I want to talk about that go away May thing. You know, the old saying, go away, May. And is it still true today? I got some some information, some statistics that will help us analyze that. Okay, but those are the things. My main talking point, of course, is about companies need to pare down their debt. How do they get ready? Really, uh, they you know, companies generally are late when they, because what happens is by the time, you can't just turn on a dime. If you're a company, you just can't turn on the dime saying, okay, I need to now batten down the hatches because we're moving into an economic slowdown. You need to be uh, way ahead of the game. And in fact, there's been studies to show you three things that companies do, the ones, the, comp- the more successful companies through a recession. In other words, they still grow their earnings and grow their sales through recession. What do they do uh, to be able to do grow and 
continue to thrive during the recession? Well, the first thing they do is they act early. They, they understand what's going on in the economy and they start taking action before the downturn appears. Okay, and they can do that. And when I say take action, they'll, they'll uh, pair, cut costs where they can. They'll reduce debt, uh, save money, boost their, uh, their nest egg a little bit, just like you and me would do. And, um, you know, don't do anything extra risky while, you know, a year or two before the downturn. They also look long term. They don't look short term, a year down the road, five, two years down the road. They look five and ten years down the road. And how are they going to survive the long term? Short term issues go away. But long, you know, you need to solve the long term business, uh, business, I don't know, bumps in a road, let's call them. And what do I mean by that? Well, long-term means that, you know, if you you look down the road and you say, okay, uh, we're going to need, if we're going to grow, we need extra factory space. You do that way before the recession. Or you wait till after the recession. You don't do it, you know, just before the recession, start spending a lot of money. Now, how do you know when the recession go- comes and goes? You really don't have any clear-cut idea. And they focus on growth. Not just cost cutting, but growth. You know, your cost cutting is great, but you want to keep growing your company even during the recession times. So those are the kind of the three things that that uh, differentiate the long-term successful companies that grow and thrive in a recession. They act early. They look. They 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 gauge down. They they make decisions based on long-term prospects, and they focus on growing their company. So what So uh, what, are, what companies are doing that today? These are not easy to find, by the way. I know, you know, you just can't say, okay, these are the three companies or 10 companies or 50. It's not that easy. I wish it was. It's not. It does take a lot of work to find those kind of companies. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and now we'll be returning to San Jose tomorrow, but I'm pretty much full up, so we don't have any spaces for any appointments. But I will be back in a month. I usually come up once a month. These are no-cost portfolio reviews and consultations. Take a look at your financial picture, your your future, and, and financial health. And, you know, we just have a conversation. Lines are now open. You can call. 888-99-CHART is our number. This is Invest Talk, the radio program and podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom. You may be a regular listener, you may even have called a few times, but if you've never called, what are you waiting for? The phone lines are open, and Steve and Justin would love to hear your questions right now. Call 888-99-CHART. Hello, Steve. Uh, this is uh, JB from Canada. First, I want to uh, thank you for, for your program. I listen to it uh, every day. And uh, it's pretty useful advice uh, on the stock market. So thank you again for that. I was wondering, uh, what were your opinion on uh, stock Xilinx, X-L-N-X? So a stock that I found interesting. They've been on the uptrend for some time now, and uh, they are developing uh, some technology that's going to be uh, closely uh, related to the AI, artificial intelligence. And um, I can see some good things uh, going on with the stock. I just wanted to, to get your view 
uh, in terms of uh, the business and also the, what uh, the chart looks like. Thank you very much and uh, keep on doing the good work. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, I think it's Xilinx is how you say that. X XLNX, headquarters in San Jose, designs field programmable uh, gate arrays and complex programmable logic devices. AI market, the AI market is growing and that's where they are. Okay, so I, I kind of like the area, but this stock is pretty expensive. You're not going to get it cheap, that's for sure. They're going to make, uh, they, they're big, they're not small, $30 billion company. So it's not small, and the earnings are going up 10% this year, another 14% next year. Sales are growing 20-30%. So you know it's a very high growth in a company, and stock is $120, and they're going to make $4.38 next year. Okay, so that's what uh, 40. That's uh, 30 PE. Okay, 30 PE. So you know. That's probably about where it's worth, okay, about a 30P, which is right now $120. It fell from $140 four days ago, and now it's $120. So it's one of those stocks that will be volatile. Now, the question is, is it a good buy here? Well, it's fair value here. If they can keep growing like they are growing, then, yeah, you could buy this, hold on to it. But the first time, just like Google, remember Google disappointed on their sales today. When it came out with the earnings, just like Google, if one of these high growth companies disappoints on their sales growth or guides the less growth next year, not that they're shrinking, just less growth, they will get beat up pretty heavily quickly. And that might be what it, why it went from 140 down to 120. Actually, it went down to 115. And that might have been earnings disappointment there. So that's how, that's what you have to live with with these half high fast growing companies. You got to live with that volatility, with that possibility of the next downturn. And sometimes, many times, those downturns are buying opportunities if it's a good solid company with good, uh, good with a great business model going forward. And I do like the IA artificial intelligence uh, uh, part of this company because I think that's going to be big. It's going to just get bigger. Okay, not too much debt. Doesn't pay dividends. Most well, actually, it does pay a very tiny dividend, but most of the high growth companies don't. Great return on equity, thirty four percent. So the fundamentals are pretty strong, pretty strong for the company. Okay, okay. Go away, May. The old go away, May saying. Okay, the last five years, May to October versus November to April. May to October. That's the, covers the summertime. Usually, are the weakest part of the part of the market. Well, in the last five years, that part of the market would grow in about 4%, where the other part, the better part, was about 5%. And you go uh, 10 years, it's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, mm, more uh, I guess you would say more, anyways, I'll just give you the numbers. Last 10 years, the, the uh, May to October was only a little over 4% like it was in five years, but November to April of the last 10 years, it's up almost 9%. Okay, so that been very high growth during that period versus the glow growth go away in May period. Now, if you go out longer, 20, 50, all time, for instance, all time, uh, the May period to uh, October, it's 2%. Whereas November through April, the better part of the year, it's a little over 5%. So all time, it it it's much more um, 
all time in the last 10 years, 20 years, and 30 years. It's much, much better in the November, April period than it is from the May to October. In other words, go away in May. But the last five years, it's not nearly as been as good. In other words, probably should have just stayed with the market in the last five years. Now, will it revert back to the extremes that it has been over the years and years? Probably will. There's no reason why it won't. I mean, I don't think we have any fundamental change in our economic system or uh, anything that's, you know, that would make me believe or anybody believe that times have changed. But you know what? No one really knows exactly why this is true. Why are the summer months not nearly as good as the winter months? Now, there's speculation. Well, one of the biggest speculation, one I think might be true, is that there's, you know, summertime, more people are concerned about vacationing and being out of town and, you know, enjoying the summer and less, paying, less attention being paid to the market. But that's just a supposition. No one knows that for sure. Because it seems like October, when everybody's back in the market, that's the time frame when markets start to improve. It usually bottoms in October and then grows from there. Tomorrow on Talk, cloud computing has been the hottest growth business for some of the world's largest technology companies. Microsoft comes to mind. But a top corporate buyer of cloud services says a slowdown is coming. Story tomorrow. Be here. I'm I'm Steve Peasley, and this is Invest Talk 888 99Chart. The time is now, and if you act now, the benefit to your financial future could be measurably significant. This is your chance to sharpen your investing skills through a valuable online classroom learning opportunity. Invest Talk Academy. Enrollment in InvestTalk Academy will introduce you to a weekly series of live investing classes conducted by KPP Financial Principals and InvestTalk hosts, Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. You'll profit from a critical degree of focused mentoring led by Steve and Justin. Hear their full analysis of the market. Follow along with charts and data points. Understand technical and fundamental analysis. Develop the mindset to become a successful investor. InvestTalk Academy offers an unprecedented value for serious investors. Register now at InvestTalkAcademy.com. This is InvestTalk, the KPP premium newsletter distributed to each subscriber's inbox on Fridays, provides a summary of the market week that was, offers a look ahead, and even points out notable stock ideas. You can subscribe anytime at investtalk.com. Have you got a question for Steve? He's here and the lines are open. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to uh, Santos in Boston. How are you doing, Santos? Hey, Steve. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, so I just have a question in general about the tech company stocks. Uh, since mm-hmm. the December the market lows, uh, it's been going higher and higher, uh, almost at the <clears throat> all-time highs. 
so i want to know like what could happen in next two three months like what are the <coughs> factors to look at for the tech companies well the tech companies as you you are right they made a huge comeback from their lows made in december they had that big fall from september to like the beginning of December, and December it really fell sharply. A full yep. 10% correction, okay, which is a pretty healthy yep. correction. Yep. Uh, and now it's made almost all that up. So it's gone up about, what, 13% or so from the low, somewhere around there. It's very close to the highs, and depending yeah. on what index you want to look at, you know. Um, so now it's made this big comeback. This is the area it's going to be uh, very... Um, sketchy it's going to be tough it's going to be i think the market's going to get volatile here because all those people who lost money what they bought and the market went down 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 now have gotten even and they're going to put pressure on the market by selling and getting out and you need more buyers to come in to offset that and we have cash on the sidelines that could do that i'm not suggesting that it won't happen but what i am suggesting is probably going to experience some volatility over the next couple of three months uh, that means you might go down a few percentage points, back up a few percentage points, but moving probably in a range. That would be typical, Santos. It doesn't have to happen, but that would be typical. Um, unless we get some kind of catalyst to bump us up to the next stage, and we might be able to get that from the Chinese trade talks with the U.S. If, that, if there's an agreement there, that could... Get us above for the next. Give us get us to the next leg up. That could. Um, there's all. There's also worries out there, but I don't think we should expect too much more growth than what we've seen. I I don't think we're going to see a tremendous amount of growth to the year end. I don't. Tech stocks have had a great run. And they generally, but they were really getting long in the economic cycle. And that usually means that there's going to be a slowdown in those stocks. And I'm going to go with the odds. I think that they'll probably, there'll be those stocks that do very well. But overall, I think we're going to look at choppiness for the next few months. Unless we get that trade deal behind us and, it, and it's very beneficial. So that's how I see it. You can buy tech, but be very careful with tech you're buying. Santos, appreciate the call. Thank you. Technology is really good on the growth side. And when you get late in the economic cycle, growth stocks usually don't perform as well as value stocks. But there are some growth stocks that have value in them. So I do like myself personally, KPP Financial, we like value plus growth. Value first, but we want some growth. So sometimes that's hard to find. Sometimes hard to find. Sometimes long-term value stocks usually outperform growth stocks long-term. But you know, there are years where growth outperforms value. I mean, I, the years before the 2000 implosion, uh, dot-com implosion, growth was really strong. Now we've had pretty strong growth for growth stocks for a while. Um, so it's probably value's turn at some point. But you know what? I, there is no way to tell. There's no way to say, okay, okay, this is the time right now. I, I wish I could. I've tried many times to figure out, you know, when's the time to be in growth and when's the time to be in value, and I just know one answer, just not. Case Schiller. Case Schiller 20 uh, Home Price Survey looks at 20 big metropolitan areas and the prices of homes and compares them to see a month-to-month basis and see if the if, see if values are going up, down, sideways, what's happening. They've been going up. 
Housing been going up for years now, since 2009, basically, after they bottomed. Um, but the, the pace has slowed way down. Still rising, though. Not shrinking. So they went up 3.8%. Now, that was that was for March. Oh, well, they take that back. That that was the pending home sales. Case Schiller Homes increased, but the percentage was much less than it has been, let's say, a year ago. And it's been steadily going down month after month after month. That's just the way it's been. Pending home sales skyrocketed in March, up 3.8% when they expected it to be up only 7 tenths of percent. And the only the, the contract the pending home sales are those they count those contract signings. In other words, house hasn't closed, financing hasn't been worked out, and it hasn't closed, but someone signed a contract to buy a house. That's what those are, and those went up. So, kind of leads you to believe that we're going to have a decent home, uh, um, a good, decent summer for home sales. A, the real estate market should be pretty good. The only area that the Pending home sales didn't go up as the Northeast. Okay, we're going to talk to Alex of San Jose. When is the next market crash? Huh, Alex, that's what you want to know? Well, you know, the, they, the, everybody keeps waiting. Yeah, 2018, that it's going to, we're going to get a crash, but the market keeps going up. What is, is this going yeah. to happen or is yeah. it going to continue to go up? Well, I can, tell you, I can tell you a couple of things. Number one, it will happen. Number two, no one knows when. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, I don't okay, know when, so but I might. My, my, uh, per- go ahead. I'm sorry. What, per- what percentage do you think is going to, when it does, what percentage do you think I is think going to correct you? Okay. When it does, it probably will go down about 30%, between 20 and 30%. That will be, that's okay. my guess. And I do think it will happen within the next two or three years. It could happen late this year or start to happen, but I'm feeling less and less uh, less sure of that. I'm thinking probably next year, late next year or the year after. Uh, it's almost, and to be honest, Alex, no one really knows. I don't really know. Why am I saying what I'm telling you is, is because I know we're very late in the economic cycle. If the economy keeps growing and the stock market keeps growing by the summer, this will be the longest ever that the economy has grown this many years in a row, ever. So that just tells you it, it's due, but no one can tell you when. Okay. Do, do so, you Alex, think, I do can't you tell think you. the elections is going to push it higher? Usually, the year before the election, stock markets go up. That's usually okay. the case. Okay, because the president, who's going, these are re-elections. I'm talking about. The president wants everything to look good for his re-election bid. So he tries to boost the economy and the market and everything the year before. The election that would have been a last year, so so he's trying to slide into this year with a good economy, okay. So right. therefore, you. your year year after he's elected, that's why it's possible that that's when you'll see, you know, a, a mark a, a slight recession. I don't think it's going to be big, unless something else changes. But the stock market will react before the recession hits. Appreciate the call, Alex. Thank you. Good question. This is Invest Talk, and I'm Steve Peasley. You've heard me say it many times. There are really only two emotions in the market that drive the market, fear and greed. So let me focus on fear for a second. 
The truth is that many investors experience fear when they are unsure of just how much their portfolio valuation to put at risk. They experience fear when they've had a really good run in the market going up and they get scared that it can't last. Or they get or they're out of the market and the market's going up and they fear that they're missing out. So how much risk should you take? Well, you, we do have that risk questionnaire that's free on investtalk.com that you can take and try to gauge the risk that you're willing to experience. What you want to do is understand your own emotions and have them under control. And one way that one way to do that is understand how much risk you want to take and can handle. And that's what this questionnaire, our Riskalyze software, tries to do. Okay, that's what its effort is. You can go to investtalk.com, just take the risk questionnaire. Okay, we're, we're, I'm here taking live questions at 888-99-CHART, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial. As an investor, you've seen the volatility of the market. Lows in December, and now at or near all-time highs since the start of 2019. To prosper, serious investors need to make sure they are implementing an effective master design, a deliberate plan formulated with the right mix of strategic investing programs. KPP Financial offers such a diverse set of programs, and you can contact Steve or Justin at their offices in Irvine, California to start a conversation. You can also quickly see what you may be missing anytime when you visit investtalk.com. The phone lines are open, Steve is here, and he's ready for your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. Hey guys, long time listener of the show. Thank you for everything you've taught us. Really appreciate it. I have a quick question here on a stock I'm looking to uh, purchase for a long term. Uh, waste management, I believe the ticker symbol is WM. I notice here it's made a purchase of, uh, I believe it was the fourth largest garbage company in the nation, and now it's definitely one of the biggest ones. He's a good dividend, and it's been moving up in stock price uh, considerably here over the last year or so. I'd like to know your thoughts on that. On it, I don't know if it has a big debt or anything, but it looks like um, it can handle its dividend, and it's something for a good long-term growth prospect. Uh, what's your thoughts and feelings? Thank you for your help. Well, I do think it will continue to grow, but it's going to grow small. It's big. It's really big. $45, $46 billion market cap. And, you know, it's waste management, provides waste collection, disposal, recycling services in the U.S. and Canada. And that business is not going to shrink. It's just going to get bigger. Uh, especially recycling services that, you know, that's never going to go away. So it's one of those kind of blue chip companies that is not exciting, grows, you know, three to 5% sales and earnings grow three to 10% and pretty consistent, but it's not cheap either. I mean, it's for a non-high-tech company, a PE multiple is 25. And the overall market is like, should be around 15. And so this thing is way above market multiples. It has gone up from $84 back at the beginning of the year to now 107 So it's been steady moving up 
pretty consistent and is at a new 50 week 52 week high so if you're a trend if you were buying momentum this stock is, has upward momentum but in a recession this stock will get hurt bad like it like most stocks because it is kind of cyclical but i won't say it's totally cyclical because of uh, you know, garbage is garbage. You still pick it up. But it's recycling business usually suffers in a recession um, as far as profits, profitability. Um, so it's a good solid company. That's kind of a big debt because it did buy other companies. So it's a good solid company. I just don't know if I would want to buy it at this high price. It just makes me nervous. Uh, symbol is WM, Waste Management Company, everybody. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Now, according to Golden Sachs, companies are still continuing to add debt. Not all companies, some. Some companies are starting to, uh, I noticed um, in, in my research, that comp some companies are now taking uh, uh, the, the long-term blue chip type companies are taking a dim view of debt going forward. They've been trying to cut their debt, anticipating you know, some kind of recession down the road. But the the study that Goldman Sachs did says that the companies that are continuing to put on debt doesn't seem to bother investors. They don't seem to be concerned. Last year, companies with a lot of debt, those companies fell. This year, it's just the opposite. So borrowing companies are outperforming those companies that are cutting down debt. What does this mean for you and me as the investors? Well, it means that, you know, I think a lot of people are expecting the economy to continue to roll on forever, and that's not going to happen. I can't tell you, just like I told the uh, caller earlier, I can't tell you when, when the recession is going to happen. No one can. I can tell you the risks are building for that recession. And there's various signals we're watching that tells us that risks are building. Um but again, you know, the economy could roll along for quite some time before we see a recession. Remember, the stock market will react before any evidence of the recession. And so far, the stock market is not reacting badly. It's now hitting resistance. It's at its old highs. And it could break the highs, but you want to be very careful here. As I said earlier, I think volatility is going to be the rule in the next few months. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to fall. doesn't mean it's going to go up. It means you're going to see up and down. It could go up. It could fall. But you're going to see a lot more action in the market, a lot more up and down volatility. And that is a concern. It's a concern. Usually, it's, uh, you know, volatility usually is, is an advanced notice of a move Strong move up or small, strong move down. In other words, volatility happens, then the market settles down and moves one direction or another. Market was up on the Dow, 39 points a day. On the S&P, up three, but the NASDAQ was down 60. Down 60. Google was a big part of that. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here, to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work continues after this break. Let's get your questions ready. 888-99-CHART. Best talk, cloud computing has been the hottest growth business for some of the world's largest tech companies. 
but a top buyer of cloud services says a slowdown is coming. That story tomorrow. But now, Steve is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your calls. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Adam in Sacramento. Let's talk about Sunworks, Inc. How you doing, Adam? Uh, great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Yeah, I was uh, calling because I own it, and I've got uh, about 20,000 shares, and I've been holding on to it Ooh. since November. And the stock's had a great month. Um, they actually did the solar on my house, and I did some research on the company. It seemed like a good turnaround play. So I got into it, held on to it, and it's been doing great. But I was just wondering, it looks like on a chart, it looks like the point of control is about 135 to 150 in the short term. And then long term, I like it because it looks like it's making a nice wedge pattern. And it could go as high as, uh, you know, $7 or $8 a share. So I, was, I just want to get your opinion on it and what you think. Okay, this okay, and when he's saying one he this is a dollar nineteen right now, he's talking about a dollar thirty five, not one thirty, a hundred and thirty dollars, but uh, and he's talking about yeah, the stock right. price, everybody. Uh, no problem, I just want to clarify it for everybody. Uh, okay, this is Sunworks designs, installs, and manages solar power systems for commercial, agricultural, and residential customers. Uh, they're going to make money this year for the first time in, since 2015. That means they're going to make a penny a share. Next year, they're going to make six cents a share. So they're growing their earnings in the right direction. Sales, sales seem to be flat. They don't, I mean, before this most recent quarter, sales did not grow at all from a year ago quarter. So unless sales pick up, this is, this stock is not going to go much higher. I mean, it's going to start to hit, hit some resistance. Um, Personally, I think you should take some off the table. Uh, You don't have to take it all off the table, but you know, stocks don't go to the sky. This has had a really good run, as you pointed out. And pretty darn fast. I mean, it went from forty-five cents in April to a dollar nineteen. So here it is, all of April. It hit a huge month. Usually, when that happens, Adam, there's there's going to be some give back at some point, and it is hitting some resistance now. Even though the last couple of days had a really couple of days, so the sales must would they have come out with earnings the last couple of days. Uh, earnings were uh, about a month ago they came out, and they've projected oh, yeah. uh, okay. good guidance going forward, and they're expanding out of state as well. And I figured with the new laws uh-huh. for California with the solar requirements for residential and commercial, that they, their, sh- their mm-hmm. sales should pick up. Yeah, they need that. They need that because without the sales, you can't grow the earnings, and you know sales has been kind of flat. So I'm concerned about that. Yeah. Uh, but I would, you know, you 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 might be too early cutting back and selling some, but it's better too early than too late. And this is the kind of stock that can you can see how fast it moved up. It can move just as fast moving down. Yeah. So I would prefer that you lock in some some gains. I mean, you say you have okay. quite a bit in it, and so. You'll kick yeah. yourself if you, if it does go down, and yeah, you might kick yourself if it keeps going up to two dollars a share. But don't sell all; just just sell into the rally. That's what you should do on this. Okay. Appreciate good good what call. Do you think Congratulations. The, the volume. I was gonna say, what do you think about the, uh, see, the volume that's gone along with the uh, increase of the price recently too? Well, volume has increased nicely. That that's all positive. 
Okay, all everything that I see as far as momentum is positive uh, on the stock price, volume is positive. Uh, the the in, volume has increased pretty hard. That tells you there's a lot of buyers interested in it. But I would follow it up with a very a, a tight stop. If you're not going to sell some now, follow it up with a tight stop to get out if it starts to roll on you. But the problem is, it's one of those stocks that it could drop fast, and you know, you're, you'll be caught flat-footed. You could put in a stop. Might help. Good luck with it. I hope it works for you, Adam. I'm glad it. I'm glad it's worked so far. Okay, the income and spending, personal income and spending report came out. Income only grew by one tenth of one percent. They expected it to be four tenths of percent. It was two tenths of percent the month before. So that wasn't very good. Income growth. Now income is you know for people spending income is growing, but it's not growing that fast. Spending, however, went up nine tenths of percent. That's up from one-tenth of a percent the month before. So spending increased dramatically compared to income, meaning people feel pretty confident about spending money. We'll see. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program, and I thank you for your loyal support and listening and all your questions. I do appreciate it. And I hope you'll come back tomorrow with Justin, because I will be in San Jose. I'll be there all day. I'll be first flight out in the morning and last flight back at night to here in Southern California. Have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.